It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey there. Welcome to Live Online. Uh, literally like two minutes right before the show started, all of a sudden technical issues <laughs> kicking in with uh, being quarantined. Everybody's on the internet. So again, my name is Brody. Welcome to Live Online, live from Raleigh, North Carolina. Hopefully a show where you're going to be able to get something out of it, something that you're going to be able to use in your life to make it better, whether it's work, personal, whatever it may be. That's kind of what I did. That's how the show was self-inspired when I decided to leave my last radio broadcasting job to move back to the East Coast and focus on my personal life and the people in it. And now I'm even helping people do shows like this. So today it's going to be all about focusing on local small businesses pivoting at a time where businesses have really been impacted because we can't go out to eat. There's so many things that we can't do. So businesses are now pivoting. And so we've got creative executive leadership coach, Sherry Everett of the Lou Everett Group on with us tonight. And also service biz consultant, Christine Clifton, who works with businesses as well, to have a roundtable conversation about what small businesses can do and start doing if they haven't already done it yet. And if you are watching live, you have the ability to drop a comment and say hello and be a part of the conversation tonight with our consultants. So we've got Heather Harrington first with our live online check-in. Heather. Hey, can you hear me, Brody? Yes, I can hear you. Oh my God. <gasps> you can hear me? I can. You can. It's an internet miracle. It is an internet. Thank you, internet gods. Thank you, Brody, so much for having me on your show. She's with a nonprofit that works with animals. Now she's creating masks. She got the sewing machine right behind her. What brought this about? And tell us a little bit about these masks. Well, Brody, I first want to say how blessed I am and fortunate to be one of the essential workers who are working from home. And I have the luxury of time and you know, right now is a time we can be asking ourselves, what can we do for our country and our community? And I happen to have a sewing machine and a lot of fabric, but I'm not the, the sole person doing this. Uh, you know, I have gotten a lot of donations. There is three Cube Data Services, an NC-based tech startup, which gave me a huge donation, allowing me to purchase a lot of fabric for what I'm doing. So Happy Fabrics in Clayton, North Carolina, helped me stretch those donation dollars even further you know and i have friends who constantly throw money at me for dog rescue purposes and now for masks because we need to, to take care of those who are taking care of us by the way uh i like the little hi mom sign in the back do you see that hey, <laughs> yes we can see <laughs> christina who's watching is like i love the sign which at first i didn't pick up on because i'm <laughs> about the show in the technical part so i love that too Michael, thank you. thanks for watching. William, thank you for being on. So what what inspired you to make these masks? And these are the kind of masks that people can put over what, the actual- N95. Yeah, right. so 
I'm so glad that you asked because these sp specific masks, uh, normal people can wear them, but they're also designed to fit over N95 masks. And um, let me see here. There's a filter that goes in it. And I want to thank my friend Aaron, who's cutting them by hand. I couldn't do this by myself. And John, who is researching the best prices. And Larry, who donated a huge box of filters for me. Uh, but there's a little pocket here that the filter goes in and you can replace it. And straps instead of elastic that can hurt people's ears this goes right over masks. They're small, medium, and large. A, they are free. And if you reach out to Heather uh, directly, you can find her on Instagram and on Facebook. And it's Heather Arrington with two R's. Heather Arrington with two R's. She's on Instagram and Facebook. And she's going to have these masks. Again, you, you put them over the actual masks. And they're completely free. And it's on a first come, first serve basis. Got to give a shout out to David. Thank you for watching. I'd like to get to our guests tonight. Uh, certified executive leadership coach, Sherry Everett from the Triangle right here in the Lou Everett group. Thank you for being on. Hey, thank you. <laughs> and uh, also hello to service biz consultant, Christine Clifton. How hello. are you? I'm great. Christine is from what? What is the? You're just inside North Carolina. Right? <laughs> I'm in a tiny little village called Saxapaha. Bless you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wanted to start out, uh, Sherry, with you about how leadership should work with their staff in this kind of situation. I know some staff have been furloughed from certain businesses, certain businesses aren't running. For the ones that are with with staff that have questions, what should leadership advise them? How should, how should they advise them? Yeah, I mean, it's a tough time for all of us, so we don't want to minimize what's going on. However, as leaders, being from a leadership perspective, we need to be the solid object. We need to be the one that's in the storm, which we're almost in the middle of the storm now, to be solid. We don't have to have all the answers, but we need to have a head about ourselves and to be calm and to find answers and be resourceful. So that's the best thing that I can suggest in a time like this. Um, when people are feeling confused, you know, their heads are just everywhere <laughs> uh, and rightly so. And like I said, I'm not going to, you know, underscore that, but we really need to have a sense of moving from confusion to clarity. And as a leader and what we represent and what we do, we help to find those leaders and to help and get through that, through that noise to get that solid object. Christine, could you uh, elaborate on what small businesses can start to do if they haven't already from like a plan of action standpoint? Sure. You know, that's a big question. And um, different businesses have different, I would say, focus right now. Obviously, a lot of people are still scrambling just to figure out how to operate their business online uh, with the social distancing. So I think that right now everyone's pulled down into the tactical, which is totally understandable. The, the challenge is going to be how they can hold on to this tactical, but then also be holding true on the other side of this thing, because they're not going to come out in the same normal that we had before. So there really is a little kind of delicate balancing act where they've got to take care of business right now to get up and running. And they're going to be kind of drawn into the day to day. And somehow they're going to need to find a way to harmonize 
keeping what's on the other side of this thing in mind. Um, you know, the, the restaurants is one example who've had to pivot in a major way. Uh, even here in the village, we have two farm to table restaurants and they've done a great job of really repivoting how the store layout is. And one example to allow more social distancing, how to do pickup and takeout orders. They're going more online all of a sudden. They're creating special menus uh, for the area so that people are really clear about what's available. So those are the types of things that the businesses are, are doing right now. And again, understandable. What their challenge is going to be in the next few weeks is to hold that in one hand and then continue to, to look out on the other side of this thing to say, who do we want to be on the other side of this thing? What is going to be changed forever? And what's our new norm going to be? And how do we want to step into that space? Bridget, who is uh, watching on Facebook, said, and honesty is another important factor when communicating with your staff and your company. Which, I mean, you would think that's a given. <laughs> yeah, yeah you'll, you'll be surprised, unfortunately. Really? Yeah. Uh, Sherry, do you, do you see companies that aren't very forthcoming sometimes or, or clients that you work with where this is an issue? Um, well, I mean, there are companies out there that I think sugarcoat a little bit. Um, they try to protect, you know, what they have. Um, but the clients that we have and the partnerships, we don't, you know, they're clients of ours, but we call them partnerships because we are in the people business. Um, so they're, we're very honest with them and they're very honest with us. And, and we, that's the people that we would like to work with and continue to work with on that facet. You know, we want honest, we want honesty, right? <laughs> I think a lot of people want that. Absolutely. Now, one of the things that I, I've been telling, you know, certain businesses that I've had previous relationships with current relationships with businesses that I'm, I'm a fan of, and they're all, they all have different challenges. Some of them are operating, you know, 50% like restaurants that are doing just takeout or bars now that are only open you know, for a few hours each day. And one of the things that I've been saying is, and this is probably one of the reasons is because I've been exploring TikTok, this platform that everyone's like, oh, it's all talking dogs and, and, <laughs> and, and dancing teenagers. Uh, and, just but, blame Gary V for that. Exactly. <laughs> he's been, he's been saying that for months. Like we should all be, yes. you know, diving into it, but it really depends on your industry. I, I don't know right. for, for us personally, but for everybody else, rock on. <laughs> I, I think it's fun. I think it's great to get your message out. Um, and now we're using it because families are getting together and, and that's fun. Uh, there's some really funny things that are out there. It's true. I mean, now Zoom all of a sudden, you know, yeah. everyone's getting a lot more familiar with Zoom. and, and Exactly. And, and online networking etiquette. Now, the reason I brought up TikTok in particular, you know, because I know a lot of people think, oh, this is the teen app. Maybe your kids use it. And like, look, I'm not getting paid by TikTok. I just started it. I think I'm failing, uh, <laughs> I'm failing upward. But I wanted to show an example of a TikTok channel that is gaining a lot of success. And it's not what you would typically think of TikTok. Watch this. Can you do that? Dad, people need you. They need you, Dad. I just don't know, guys. You can do this, Dad. We believe in you. You're right. I can do this. <laughs> All right, so. Yeah. I have 
seen that. That was so funny. <laughs> have you seen that video? I have. <laughs> so that is the McFarland family. And nice. they've been on TikTok for for some time now, not just since uh, COVID has has taken over the world, but the McFarland family has been on TikTok, TikTok now for a while to the point where that video really brought them to a worldwide familiarity. Anybody who's on TikTok, even people in the news, I believe they live in Kentucky and they've been on the local news station. And I believe they have over 10 million views on that video, which, <laughs> which look, I don't know what the McFarlands do as a business. They have two kids. One of them is, is uh, a videographer and an editor, and they've just been doing it for fun is what they say. Now they've gotten to a point where they could make a business out of it. But if they don't have their own business, whoever they work for is going to get a lot of attention when <laughs> COVID is, is long and gone. And if, and if they don't have their own business, maybe they should start because I think that that's huge leverage, no matter what they're selling, right? I think, you know, for me, what I see is that for, I can't, I think it was Welcome to the Real World or something like that, the real world on MTV way back when, <laughs> is credited as like the first reality TV. And and in our culture, it's only gotten exponentially uh, greater where people really want to see the insider view, you know, of lives, of families, of businesses. Uh, you know, we feel like we're there and, and it's a real big trend. So I think that TikTok can do that in the way that you're describing um, in order to just just be vulnerable and show that you're real people and that you're silly or that you're doing something that is unusual. And I think that gains attention. So, yeah, I think it can be an enhancer to people's brands. I, I'm not on it myself. So I give you credit for trying that out. Can you dance? That's the question. <laughs> I'm on it and I can't dance to save my life, but that hasn't that hasn't uh, stopped me from trying uh, <laughs> because people don't only buy your service or your product, but people also buy people, you know, mm -hmm. in, in these local towns where people have spent years and they've gotten to know business owners. We know each other like on a one-on-one -on -one basis and you want to support them. But when people are moving to cities all over the country triangle included here in the Raleigh Durham area, then you want to familiarize people quickly, you jump on social media and and it's more about personality than mm -hmm. it is maybe about what you're selling. And then that kind of comes secondary. Well it's the whole, you know, no like and trust factor. That's where it boils down to. Um, I know when I've been networking for the past year and a half straight since starting this our business that that's what it's really about. And I know it is for me too. If I see you, if I see it, get to know that person or that business, I'm more likely going to establish more in, in common and, and kind of give them a referral than somebody that I don't even know. Or, you know, maybe I just know them as a, as a brand, but depending on the brand, of course, but, <laughs> but you know, you know what I mean? It's just, it's the no like and trust factor that boils down. Right. Now, for those of you who are watching, if you have a question, maybe, you know, you're you're stuck and you need a little bit of guidance or, or, or some some idea as to how to pivot, what direction to go to. I've had a florist reach out to me and say that they're struggling. They're having a tough time. I've had people in real estate reach out to me going, I'm trying different things, including social media. What are you dabbling in that we can start using in real estate? And then the same thing with bars and restaurants and such. So 
Is there an answer in, in terms of besides doing things like, okay, we're going to do takeout and a hair salon put together a little to-go pack and they promoted it on their Instagram and they said, drive on up and we'll hand it out to you practicing social distancing again, pivoting their business plan. But mm-hmm. is there anything that certain businesses that are really struggling more than others can do to get the wheels turning? You know, is it about networking, jumping into these big, the other day I was in a networking meeting on Zoom, it was like 140 people <laughs> talking to business owners who are doing the same thing, maybe across the country and other states. Is that maybe an answer? What I find is that when this thing first hit and everything, you know, everything went scarce and people were running around trying to figure out what to do just to sustain, our body's response system goes into fight or flight or freeze. And so it's natural that the initial response was grabbing toilet paper because, <laughs> because it was a survival thing. Like they, people thought they wouldn't be able to leave their house, I guess, for a couple of weeks. So I think that now that people are finally taking a breath and things are, the dust is starting to settle a little bit and people are starting to realize this is the long haul. I think that the brands that are being most identified in their local areas are the ones who are looking to find connections and partnerships with other businesses in their area. So for example, I saw an ad for a local grocery store here who's giving first dibs to open positions to people in the restaurant's who have been displaced. I've seen reports of um, nonprofits who normally would buy groceries from the grocery store, instead take the donations that they got to buy food from a restaurant and the grocery store provides the food to the restaurant. So it ends up being like a three-way win-win-win kind of scenario. And those are the giving brands right now are the ones that are getting a lot of attention. So I, um, when I posted about tonight, I put three Ps in, in my post. I put, are you going to pivot? Are you going to position, which is really reposition, or are you going to pause? Because there is so much in the air right now that pausing might be the right answer or repositioning might be the the right answer as opposed to a complete pivot um, as we might take it from that famous Friends episode. So, So every business is so different, but I really think that it's time to come together now to see how we might be able to link the businesses that are growing with the ones that are suffering and seeing how they can uh, help and connect with each other, especially in, in local areas. I love that. That's that's a great idea. Having all, all the businesses kind of come together and empower each other. It's like, how can you all work together to help each of you survive and thrive? Exactly. Yeah. Bridget, she's watching, saying, I truly believe that downtown Clayton, they're supporting each other 100%. Yeah, the businesses in Clayton, uh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Very close. That's a, a really tight-knit community. And l- like you were saying, Christine, I-, I think the closer that a lot of these businesses in the community are, the more they're going to be able to help each other. I think so. And, you know, what I find, too, even as humans uh, and people who are wired for giving, we often don't ask for what we need. And so at times like these, these small businesses, let's say a salon that's closed, 
people know they could buy a gift certificate and use it later. But I think the salon has an opportunity to remind people that they've got gift certificates or somehow find a way to make that easier for people to purchase if they need to continue their, their revenue now while they're closed. So that's the other thing. And I think that there's some people who are selling right now that are doing it a little icky. And I think that when the word honesty was said earlier, I think that if we can really call a spade a spade with our marketing communication, I'm hearing the buzzword now, it's called compassionate marketing. If we can do that, then people are going to really hear our hearts around what our needs are as business owners. But people aren't mind readers. And so, you know, should I throw, like there are women in my town making masks and I can't sew, but I'm going to send you money for fabric, you know, to make masks. So, so when you articulate what it is that you need in a way that it can quickly get in people's minds, I call it micro messaging. If you can micro message in a way where it can penetrate all this white noise going on right now and help people know how they can best help you, then they're going to see greater results. You got to touch people from the heart before asking a hand. I'm a big believer with that. And especially with being with John Maxwell and, and my mentors that are, are with it. So I want to capitalize on, on what Christine said. I mean, those are great physical, you know, how we can help one another. But I also wanted just to point on, on more of the mindset that we have to continue to be positive. And I'm not here to be like, woo, positivity. Um, it goes a little bit deeper than that because it's easy to get caught up in the negative and in the noise of just what Christine was saying. We need to kind of clear that out and be laser focused and use our time and talent and treasure and see what how we can work in those strengths so we can be together. If that makes sense. I want to get back to the social media aspect again, because only because besides the, you know, the showing off your personality, I think, I think so showing, and I love this term showing how the sausage is made. Have you ever heard that term? I think, I think I just, that appeals to me because I love to eat. So <laughs> for instance, I I've seen restaurants that will sit there and they will cook a meal and they'll post it, uh, they'll either record it, they'll do it live, live however they do it, and it, it'll end up on social media. And it's like, wow, what a great recipe. And maybe somebody will make it, some, maybe somebody won't, but we'll remember where it came from, right? And the same thing happened with, uh, I was talking with a, a bartender the other night, and it was on social media. And she said, well, I do a little bit of this, and I do a little bit of this, and, and I mix it up and all this. And so I said, that sounds awesome. And it's going to make me want to go back and, and, and give my business to that person because I was like, I love it. It's sharing basically, again, how the sausage is made. <laughs> Going back to <laughs> that's, that's true. Well, they're giving value to people, really. I mean, I think that's what it boils down to is if you can give value and the expertise of what we, obviously that restaurant owner, that's what they love to do, share that. Uh, people love to see that. I believe in karmic networking, and I believe in the fact that when we're givers, we know that we're going to be compensated in some other way. It's not necessarily going to be reciprocal compensation. And, and while, yes, businesses need to earn money right now, I think those of us who are in the serving uh, industry or field just know and trust that if we can really show our hearts and show what's really important right now for people. Number one, to be safe. You should look up the Las Vegas 
ad that came out this past week. Uh, just Google it. You'll find it somewhere on the interwebs. But Las Vegas, like think about Las Vegas. They're teeming with people everywhere, you know, on, normally. So their message, their advertising message was, the lights are dim and the streets are silent. You know, for now, we want you to be safe so that we can see you again in the future. And that was their advertising message. So, so yeah, I think that we know that we're going to be compensated in some way and that by giving and helping and connecting people, I think that's a real key to right now. Like we, like we said earlier, that, that we just know and trust that that belief system is going to bring wealth and health to everybody. Mm-hmm. I like that you brought up Las Vegas because I, ha- I had lived there for a short time and they've gone through their share of, of things with the one October shooting. And what I found was that community came together and it was really impressive. I'll, I'll never forget after that event happened and there were people lined up around the block to give blood. And then this Vegas hockey team came in and they were just put together and the community came together. And of course they almost won the Stanley cup championship, (laughs) but uh, Vegas is a great example of a community that really does come together. And as a tourist, you would never necessarily know that or see that, but uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Christina, she says, as a realtor, my business partner and I have focused more on checking in on our people and what they're doing to get through this and trying to connect with them with each other personally and help support each other's business as well. And we're really focusing on people who have a specific need to buy or sell and telling folks, if you need to move right now, stay safe through this in your home and think about what you can do in your home to improve it while you're there. Super smart. Really right now, what we need to do is focus on the relationships, focusing on networking, networking into your current sphere of influence, reaching out to them, picking up the phone. And then if you're on a sales slant, so to speak, you know, I would say reach out to folks or businesses that you want to work with and be intentional. I think Christine's hit the nail on the head about being intentional, law of attraction. So she and I are a lot alike that way. And be in your business who you would like to work with and reach out to them. And I bet you, because of what we're going through right now, nine times out of 10, they're actually going to pick up the phone versus the old way, which before COVID, it, it was difficult, right? We had so many you know, people, people we had to go through, but I take the opportunity and reach out, use your LinkedIn, use your Facebook, use your sphere of influence of who you have now and reach out to them sincerely to find out, hey, is there anything that you need? I, I'm here to help. And work together and, yeah, and, and, and really you just want to the focus to come back around and to be like, you know what? I remember Christine. I remember Sherry. They, they were there. I saw their emails or I, I you know, what? they I, I had a conversation with them. So when this bubble does bust and we know it's going to be fine, it will pass. <laughs> we'll survive. But we all want to be the first ones. And I'm sure people that are in hearing and listening to this right now for their business want to be on the forefront of people's minds to be like, you know, who stood out, who reached out to me? I mean, I know that's what I would love. (laughs) You know, I would love to be like, like, you know what? I'm like, man, the Everett's are killing it. I was like, they gave us tips. They gave us the support that we needed. No questions asked. You know, we gave services out, you know, things like that. 
that's what's going to come back around. Yeah, I agree. You know, when when the governor here announced that first kind of shutdown of no public gathering in restaurants, you could just feel, at least I could, I'm an empath, so I could feel energy. I could feel the scarcity energy just really rise. And that day I sent out probably 30 individual emails to people in my circle, past clients, current clients, mm-hmm. Uh, people in my network. And and it was simply, hey, I am thinking about you right now. How are you doing? Are you impacted by the pandemic precautions? And I would say my response rate, if we want to put it in marketing terms, was easily 80% in terms of reply email. And then based on what they said, I, had, I spoke back to them. And, and my choice was to give a 30 minute consultation to to them if they wanted to just get on the phone. And I, I serve career seekers as well as entrepreneurs. And so I did that for about half of that uh, return just based on the content that they shared with me. Uh, and several people booked a call and others said, you know what, I really don't know what I need or want right now. Can I take a rain check? And and I'm sure Sherry can attest to this as well. I think that people are still upset and confused and trying yeah. to, I mean, all the stuff with the SBA loans and the grants and what yes. the state's offering for, like people don't know what ends up and they don't probably know what they need yet. Yeah, hundred percent. There's, there, there is, there's, there's a shock. And I think you and I felt it when it was start, starting to happen. Cause I started to reach out myself and I was like, Hey, is everything okay? And it just didn't hit people. So I think because we're just at a, uh, the, um, the level of awareness is different because there's several, seven le- levels of awareness. And Christine and I were kind of at that a different level that we felt that a lot sooner. And now it's the ripple effect where I think they're finally coming to grips of the reality and like, oh, wow, th- this is not a joke. And, you know, now what do I do? And that's where the confusion comes in. That's where the scarcity mindset comes in. People are hoarding everything, their money, their everything. And we really need to flip the switch on that. And that's where the mindset and the mind shift have to be so, so dominant in the fact that we have to move past that. And there's ways and there's simple ways. And we're, you know, Christine can probably share with you. I can share with you. They're not anything that's like, you know, foreign. These are things that we already know. It's a matter of now, how well am I doing it with that? I love what the both of you are saying that at the end of the day, it's about the energy that you're putting out. And it's almost Mm -hmm. kind of like a pay. I don't know if I would say it's like a pay it forward kind of thing, but the fact that you're putting that energy out to say, let's just help each other. Uh, even if there's no exchange of money. And at the end of the day, we all need to pay our bills and everything. But the more that you pour into relationships, potential clients, current clients, collectively, the more you're going to be top of mind. And people are going to be like, you know, they gave a damn about me when even when they couldn't capitalize and, and there wasn't that opportunity there. And I think I think the more that we spread that kind of vibe, like you're both saying, the better it's going to be. It's just good anyway to do it. And I feel like in some ways coronavirus kind of maybe the only word I can use is the silver lining is it's kind of like a shift. And it reminds us something that we should do anyway, even if the virus wasn't here. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I think, you know, a lot of people who are looking at the optimism and it's a little different than positivity. And I think Sherry was refer, referring that to that earlier is that, yeah, there's a lot of challenge that we're facing right now economically, 
Um, people who are in the lower income bracket, I think, are being hit harder than than ever before. So I think I think there's a couple of things at play. Number one, we have to be self compassionate for ourselves and really understand. You know, we had the reactions we did or whatever the case might be. And also if we're dealing with people who might have high anxiety right now, we have to really hold steady and hold ground for them. Um, I think um, if anyone's listening to this, either live or on the recording, if you're feeling peace and calm right now, that's a sign that you're supposed to be on the front end of this thing, <laughs> people through it. And so if you're one, if you're scratching your head going, why am I not panicking? Why did I have enough toilet paper already? You know, these are signs that you're made for these times. And wow. so it's time I'm getting chills talking about right now, which is like, I know. <laughs> so that's why. Thanks for confirming that for me, Steve. <laughs> Who are these people you're talking about? Because I want to make friends with them. <laughs> we were born for this moment, right? <laughs> so then the thing is, okay. To, to really give people time that, that you want to serve while you're planning what you can do to serve them. And the biggest thing is to ask, ask people what they need right now. My book was supposed to launch um, this month with one message. And guess what? I'm pivoting on my message. The book is still going to be so applicable and even more so right now. But but I know that I can position it in a way that's going to be a solution to them when they're when they're ready. So so again, it is a mix of compassion, understanding, helpfulness and and to really in a way, overlook some of the things that might sting because people aren't really doing that on purpose. They're just doing it because they're scared. And so if we can help them find the resources, connections that they need, then that makes us feel good and it feeds our soul and it will forward them uh, in, in whatever they're trying to do as well. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think I think the major message for people like us um, that are calm and being the solid object right now is to make sure we have that compassion and what you said. So I, I agree with you there wholeheartedly. How so. can people, if people want to connect uh, with you, Christine, who, by the way, has a book on Amazon, it's You Don't Have to Shout to Stand Out. Is that the right title? Did I get that right? Yeah, that, that's my networking book. So if you want some tips on networking, and then my newest book is coming out on April 14th, Get Ready, Get Set. <laughs> flow. <laughs> and uh, it has more of the inner work about it, about how to align your inner world so that you're attracting what you want uh, to you. And the best way to find me is at my website, christineclifton.com. My books are there. You can get my free training called Ignite Your Inner Leader there. Uh, so that's the best center point to find me. All right. And Sherry, how can people find you? How can they reach out to you? Yeah, if they want to they, start a conversation. Absolutely. Yeah, they can reach out to me, um, loueverettgroup.com. And both my husband and I, uh, but I, I, I'm easy to get a hold of, sherry at loueverettgroup.com. And uh, we actually have a service, if I may, do a selfish plug yeah. here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is completely complimentary right now due to the circumstances. And uh, we're actually doing a virtual mastermind 
and about the 15 Laws of Invaluable Growth by John C. Maxwell. You too have the books like right next to you. You just yeah. <laughs> prepared. I love it. We're prepared. Yeah. So this is an eight-week complimentary. It's $129 value. Um, people really seriously transform because of it. There's the you know law, different laws that we're going to go through. Law of intentionality um, is one of them to be exam- for as an example. So we're picking out eight specifically that is going to be relevant. I mean, the whole book is fantastic, but eight in particular that will really give a solid message and also concrete steps to move forward and not feel so stuck, which is amazing. We, 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 we go through this and it's just, it's not a book study. So I want to make sure that there's a difference when, when we, when they say mastermind, we facilitate it, but it's a round table experience and bring forth ideas, bring forth of like, wow, I've never really thought about that or this or, or anything. So that's the difference. Uh, that's a true mastermind of what we we believe in. That's uh, 15laws.louevertgroup.com. Completely complimentary. The only thing that we ask is that you bring a growth partner with you because it's always better in two. <laughs> and, and, and it's especially uh, true with Sherry because she and her husband work together. So mm-hmm. they're together all the time. <laughs> Especially now. I saw <laughs> Brian's wife. I follow her on Instagram and she's like, we haven't killed each other yet. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for, uh, for, for sharing tonight on the show and sure. really appreciate your time. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And uh, hopefully those of you watching have been able to get something out of this. Uh, If you are a a local small business owner, or if you know a local small business owner, then hopefully that this is going to help get the gears turning, get the wheels turning and and help you not only survive, but thrive because we're going to have a a few more weeks from the moment that this is being recorded. Happy April, everybody. There's going to be some time while this is going to continue. So hopefully it's been a help. Thank you so much for watching. And if you want to be a guest on a live online, then you can reach out to me. You could be part of the live online check-in at the top of the show, a quick hello or a hi, like Heather Arrington, who has those masks, uh, by the way, just a reminder and a thanks to Heather in Clayton. And uh, we'll give out her contact info one more time. But uh, again, if you want to be a guest on the show, you can reach out my email, my social media handles, all online at brodyradio.com. I know for some of you, you are actually thinking about starting an audio or a video podcast live or recorded. This is the time to get into that. And I'm more than happy to help with that. Again, all the contact info is online at brodyradio.com. And if you want to get one of those masks, again, the ones that Heather, and she sews them, she had the sewing machine back there and she's been sewing like crazy in addition to her current job. And it's first come first serve Heather Arrington with two R's on Facebook as well as Instagram. If you're interested in that, thank you so much for watching. If you watched on Facebook, if you haven't already, and you like the content, like and follow. If you watched on YouTube, then subscribe. And you can always watch the episode on demand and continue the conversation online at brodyradio.com. Remember, wash your hands, 20 seconds, hot water and soap. And by the way, dry them because uh, wet or damp hands can still spread the virus. I learned that the more you know. And your six foot social distancing, especially in the grocery store. Get connected, stay inspired, be happy. Thanks for watching. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.